Hello, and welcome to the Ryan Frank Podcast, helping you think, work, and create like never before. Hey, friends, it's Ryan Frank. Welcome to the Daily Coffee Chat with Ryan Frank. So glad that you are here. Uh, Good morning, Facebook. Good morning, YouTube. Good morning, podcast listeners. Thank you so much. Hey, you you are midweek, day two of September, and I'm so glad you're here. Quick reminder, the number on the screen, 833-792-6372, is the number to text if you have a question, number to text if you have a topic that you would like to see me discuss sometime in an upcoming coffee chat, a guest you think I should have on the show. If you would like to join me, text that number, 833-792-6372. Good morning, good morning. I'm joined today by Allison Evans. Good morning, Allison. Hello, so glad to be here. Hey, thanks for being with me. Alice and I first met, we were sitting around a poker table in Vegas. No, wait, we weren't at a poker table, but we were in Vegas. We We were in Vegas. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Speaking at a children's ministry conference for our friend, Justin Smith. Do you remember that, Allison? Yeah, absolutely, I remember it. It was great. I don't remember is how many years that's been. I bet it's been at least 10 years ago. It it, le- it has to be at least 10 years ago. It actually, you know, are you familiar with Time Hop? It's like an app that takes all of your pictures that you posted over the years and it shows you a day in the life of Ryan Frank oh. and it'll show you. So just recently that popped up on my Time Hop, the pictures of me and you and David Wakerly uh, mm-hmm. and Justin and gosh, Nathan McLean. I can't remember That's who right. was there. It was good. Man, that was good. Okay, so tell me, this Time Hop, is it an app on your phone? Yeah, it's an app on your phone. And so you connect it with all of your social media. And so like this morning, it shows me every picture I posted for the last however many years I've been posting on Facebook as my oldest social media platform. Yeah. Yeah. And so it'll show me September 2nd, here's what you posted one year ago, two years ago, three years ago. And it's so fun, yeah. That is pretty neat. Yeah. Yeah, Alice and I had just graduated high school 10 years ago when we had that conference yeah. and yes, something like that. Um, I love Allison. She's got a great team. She is on the team at life.church, yes. a church that just never slows down. <laughs> Do you guys? Oh my gosh. It doesn't seem like it. We're just always drinking from a fire hydrant. Oh my I, we always feel like we're at a startup. You know, like this is a new church and we're just going and going and we're 25 years old. We celebrate our 25th anniversary uh, this coming January. And then how many years have you been there? 19 years. 19. Yeah. That's crazy. It's been fun. Um, so we've had, I probably stay in contact with Justin Edge more than I do you. And Justin <laughs> seems to be doing great. Um, he's been on the coffee chat. He's just, he's so, such an awesome Kidman guy. So tell me, you're at Life Church, um, working under the leadership of Pastor Craig Rochelle. Now, for all of us who follow Craig Rochelle from a distance, we maybe listen to the podcast or watch his sound bites or sermon clips on, on online or, or is that Craig right there? Go ahead and bring Craig in. Yeah, we're good. Come on okay. in. Um, so Craig seems like this guy that was just such a visionary, cool guy to to work with and for. I mean, is that how it is? Yes. Oh my goodness. It, it, truly, um, 
he speaks to the entire staff. We have about 900 people on staff and he'll speak to the entire staff about once a quarter. Okay. And, it, it, and it's a message just for us. And it's as if we're sitting down in a conference room with him and, and we've all got our coffee and we're just leaning in. And his, the way he shares vision is, oh my gosh, I, I, I really, I can't compare it to anything else I've ever experienced. Really? I mean, he's amazing. Yeah. And then through all of this crazy 2020, he's, he is so transparent. That's one of the things that I think that people are drawn most to with him. He's so authentic and real about where he is emotionally and spiritually and professionally. Um, and so it, that authenticity draws us in. And, and really, I think it's probably what makes him such a great communicator and can really lead people um, to the foot of the cross, truly. Uh -huh. So it, it, it is all that you might think it is. He's that. Cool. And he seems, I mean, just from, and I've never met Craig Rochelle in my whole life, but he seems like somebody, if there's anybody, if there's ever a pastor, a leader that has seen success and stuff and could get proud and all that, it would be somebody like him, but he seems to be so humble and um, just down to earth and, and grateful. And is that your perception? It is so true. He yeah. is, um, and he admits, you know, he talks a lot and has over all of the years about, you know, don't pay attention to your own press because when it's really good press, um, it can take you off track and it's a tool of the enemy when it's not great press, which happens all the time, uh, generally yeah. in equal portions, you know, whoever yeah. loves you also, they've got that many that are hating on you. Mm -hmm. um, that's a tool of Satan too. And so he really just, you know, it's, he tries to stay in connection to the vine and not in connection to what people are saying about him because it's such a danger zone. So it keeps him really humble. I love that. Now, 10 or 15 years ago, when you and I first met, we are speaking at um, Justin Smith's conference in Vegas. I, I feel like you were a little more hands-on in children's ministry. Your role as the church has grown, your role has changed yes. and you've grown with it. What's your current role at the yeah. church? So about 11 years ago, I don't know if any church, uh, anybody that's listening can uh, relate to this, but our kids ministry department and our student ministry department were always at odds, you know? Um, we kind of, we fought over office space and budget and staffing and, you know, who's using what room in the building. And it was yeah. really not healthy. Each ministry independently was healthy, but that was not serving the families of our church well. Okay. And so about 11 years ago, I went to my leader and I said, listen, we've got to do something um, to bridge the gap between these two ministries and really create an umbrella for families so that we're communicating one message and truly partnering with parents, both sides of the ministry you know, reference parents and partnering and those kinds of things, but we really weren't doing that very well as a church. And so 11 years ago, we started uh, what we call next gen ministry. So it's okay. the for birth through uh, graduating high schoolers and then the partnership that we have with parents. Um, and uh, so my boss, Jerry Hurley said, okay, then you get to lead that. Ah. So I was like, that's not what I was expecting. But so that's what I've been doing for the last 11 years. So I have the opportunity to lead uh, kind of the vision, the direction for all of the ministry for Life Church related to kids and students and the partnership with parents. So yeah, I love it. I love it. And what a big task. It's um, fun, and it is so big. During this pandemic, for you as a leader, what have you found to be just a few of the big challenges you've really faced? You are you're leading this growing ministry. You've got all these departments and volunteers and leaders and budgets and 
so if I, so what's your knee jerk when I say like a few of your big challenges during a pandemic for Allison Evans, what are yeah. they? Well, I'm going to bet they're no different than someone who may be listening that leads at a single site with mm -hmm. maybe one staff member that's bivocational and a handful of volunteers. The greatest challenge um, was keeping people connected. Mm. Um, the, the, the easiest challenge that I think all of us were able to address really early on uh, when we all went into quarantine was how do I get content out to people? I think that there are so, we were so quick with that. All of us were, you know, some of you guys did a great job of, you know, we're going to put, we're going to print off everything, put contents in an envelope and send it to every family. Uh -huh. And you crushed it. And then some of us um, said, you know what, a lot of our stuff lives online. We're going to redesign some of that stuff with as minimal production as, as we could get away with so we could do it quickly. And we're going to get, you know, fresh new content out on YouTube, or we're going to connect people to our Vimeo or whatever that looked like. So getting content to people wasn't that big of a challenge. It felt like it at first, uh -huh. but I think a lot of us, we figured that out pretty quickly. The harder part was then, then the next thing was, um, let's move into, let's start using Zoom. You know, we can all communicate with everybody that we know on Zoom, or we can do FaceTime groups, or look, Instagram even has a way to group students together um, or families, and we can have a call. And so we started doing all of that. Then kids came back from spring break, and all of their schools picked up on Zoom too. And they said, let's do Zoom. Yes. And then everyone had Zoom fatigue within a matter of a few weeks. That's right. What felt like a great, powerful way to connect with people turned out to burn people. Yep. And we were like, gosh, here we are back at ground zero again with how do we connect people when really what we long for is um, we want to sit in a living room with people or we want to be able to gather together around a table and, um, you know, getting people back to church, to big, you know, auditoriums and the, our kids' rooms and all those kinds of things, that was a real gnawing need. But even deeper than that was just that smaller group connection that people were really craving and missing. And yeah, that was, that was a huge challenge. Now, what do you find in these days? Are, have, have your churches or your, your facilities, have, they, have you started regathering or is everything still online? Yes. Yeah, so we started regathering in May. Um, okay. So we started, we have uh, 30, we ha at that time we had 34 locations in 10 states. And so we started gathering at 22 of those locations in okay. I think five states. So we started there. Um, and the, the very first week we, I mean, we, I'm telling you, Life Church is the safest place in town. Uh -huh. You know, we are following every single protocol. Uh, we are definitely staying in line with our, our leaders in government in mm -hmm. our counties and in our cities and then in our state. Um, so we're towing the line for sure. But, uh, and within about three weeks, we started back with kids ministry and beginning next week, September 9th, we will bring back student ministry, um, to our Wednesday night in the building. Now we've been doing other things okay. for student ministry, but we'll bring students back into the building, uh, next Wednesday. And what did you guys find? Because, um, as we both know, a lot of churches are still meeting virtually or, or digitally. Yes. Uh, what did you find when you when you discovered that so many people were facing Zoom fatigue? Some what were some effective ways to stay connected with people other than Zoom? You know, what, uh, yeah. 
honestly, it was really, it was really challenging. And I don't know that we yeah. cracked the code yeah. because there's just nothing that beats again, sitting down at a table, sitting in a living room, you know, meeting up at the church, whatever that looks like people mm-hmm. missed each other. They missed, um, connecting in real life, you know? And so we did all, we went grassroots, man. Um, we, every single staff member, every key volunteer, we were making massive hundreds and hundreds of phone calls, um, and connecting with people that way. Mm -hmm. Um, and you wind up getting a lot of voicemails because people don't know my cell phone number, you know, but when they heard, Hey, this is Allie from up at the church. We just want to check in on you guys, see how you're doing. People would call back. I mean, we actually got a great return on those voicemails that we left. And so over time, we realized that that was a really effective tool. Um, Ryan, if you don't mind, I want to share something that we've done recently that's been really helpful that may resonate with some of you guys. Mm -hmm. Even though we are meeting physically, now all 34 of our locations are open. And in fact, we even opened a brand new launch in Colorado Springs uh, about three middle of the pandemic in the middle of a pandemic super fun and you would not believe the the turnout people are starving you know one of the reasons that we decided to go ahead and push in and begin opening our spaces um, and do it with all of the appropriate protocols and you know reduced capacities and all that was because we really believe that we're essential, you know, um, and if we aren't, who is? And when I say we, I mean the church, you know, people need, we are a spiritual hospital. And if ever there's been a time in my lifetime, at least my 29 years of living on this earth, um, (laughs) you know, um, that people need Jesus. It's now like never before. And so, we just felt this real tension in our doors are closed. Even though we're uh, available online, our doors are closed when people need us most. Yes. And so we just decided to boldly step into that and praise the Lord. We haven't had any, of course, there have been cases at all of our locations probably. Mm-hmm. But we haven't had any quote unquote outbreaks or anything that's caused us to praise turn. Yeah, and shut our doors. So anyway, something we're doing right now though, Ryan, yeah. um, is even with having been open at most of our locations since May and now all of them being open for several weeks, um, we recognized that our return rate was about 30% of the people who called Life Church their home last, you know, in January were coming back to church now that the doors were open. Mm-hmm. And so we wanted to know where are people and what's, what's, this, where do, what's their state? You know, what are, what are they struggling with? What are they dealing with? We recognized that some people were really engaged back here at the buildings. Some people were very, very engaged digitally. They were attending church online every week. They were, but you can't see who they are. You know, I need to know where the Franks are. Um, how are they connecting with God's word? How are they connecting with each other? Some people we realized were, you know, still would call Life Church their home. But if you said, when was the last time you watched a message online or have you gone back to the building? They might tell you it's been since June, uh-huh. you know, kind of drifting. And then there's some people that have fully disconnected. So we have been able to, through kind of a survey of sorts, we've done a care check and we're just checking in with people via an email and a link to a form. Hey, let us know, how are you connecting with us? How can we connect better with you? And that is giving us such great information about how to reach our people better. Very simple way to do it. I love it. That's, that's so cool. Allison, my final question for you. Have you, has it been a challenge? Um, now you all start coming back in May, which is, which is cool, but 
have you have you had a challenge with getting volunteers to come back and yeah. if so like have you what have you found what have you been doing to get those volunteers back whether it's in children's ministry or student ministry or wherever yeah so yes we have um because again leaders are no different um, than just the the average church goer in yeah. that they have some of the same fears or real world issues you know they have uh -huh. some living in their home that's immunocompromised or many of our leaders are in either in education and they're re-engaging in classrooms again or their healthcare workers or their first responders. Mm -hmm. And so they have to be responsible with keeping their loop closed is a term that I hear people use. You've got to keep okay. the loop tight. Yeah. And um, so those leaders have asked, you know, listen, I'll come back when it's when it's most appropriate for me, which we totally understand. Interesting though, interestingly though, there are a lot of new leaders that have began began serving since we opened our doors That's again, cool. which is so interesting. That is interesting. Uh, so we were hesitant at first to even present the opportunity. We were like, why are we holding people back from responding to the, the call that God has on their lives? This is probably the time that God is saying, now is when you're supposed to step up. And so we chose to stop being hesitant. Let's boldly step into asking people to use their gifts and to connect with people and lead people to Jesus. I love that. Allison, would you wrap us up by, would you give a word of encouragement or blessing to someone who's watching or listening today that maybe feels discouraged, maybe they feel anxiety or some kind of an angst within them, just all the uncertainty, maybe someone who feels like um, they need to quit, or maybe someone who just is just find just discouraged with everything that's going on in the world these days. Um, would you speak a word of encouragement over them as we wrap up? Yes, yes. It, here is my encouragement. I, there are two scriptures that keep coming to mind for me since about February, actually. Mm -hmm. One is, it's, such a time, it's for such a time as this. You know, I think about the story of Esther. Um, if you are, yeah, like if you're in ministry or you are even flirting with the idea of, of engaging in volunteer ministry or uh, vocational ministry, it is for such a time as this. Do not allow the enemy to use this as an opportunity to put in your mind that this may be a time for you to step away from that calling. Lean in, this is the time, it's for such a time as this, God needs us to step up, right? We are warriors, we're called. Then there's scripture, I think it's 43, Isaiah 43, 18, something, um, but it's, uh, God says, I'm doing a new thing, do you not see it? Oh, that's good. I will make the way in the dry wastelands. I, you know, God is doing something new. And one of the things that I keep telling my team is this is not a time for us to go. I can't wait for things to get back to the way they were. I don't think that's what God intends. I think God is using this. I don't, really, I don't know that God brought the pandemic. He's using it as an opportunity for us to step into the new thing he's doing. He is making a way. We all know as, as Christ followers that it's been challenging. This sort of post-Christian generation is really struggling to make a connection with Jesus. And so God is making a new way. And so let's not go back to doing things the way that we always did. Use this as an opportunity to forge new ways and to blaze a new trail. That's good preaching, Allie. Good job, good job. Before you, before you disconnect, can we do a screenshot? Yeah. Um, all right, so let's both smile. One, two, three. Ah, wrong button, I always do that. Okay, one, two, three. Got it. Yay! Allison Evans, Life.Church. Allison, thanks for joining me. You're a good friend. And Thank keep, you, Ryan. keep doing the great work that you're doing.
I, I love I, it. I, Thank you. All right. God bless. Thanks for joining me again. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks. All right, friends, it is Allison Evans. Thank you for joining me for today's coffee chat with Ryan Frank. Um, hey, a couple housekeeping things before we go. Midweek, if you are doing midweek tonight, or as you prepare for Sunday, be sure to visit kidsmatter.com. Put a Z in there, kidsmatter.com. Uh, we have lots of new downloads even this week. Games, lessons, teaching videos, new worship videos, all available for you there. Also, Megacon is just a month away. I know we can't meet together like we always do in Nashville, Tennessee. It's an online experience this year, but please get signed up. There is a free option. Go to kidmennation.com. Also, enrollment is now open for Kidmen Academy. Classes begin the first week of November, and we have a special offer during this COVID season to help you financially with your tuition. Please go check out kidmenacademy.com. If you missed a day of the coffee chat, you can catch it. It's part of the Kids Matter podcast network at kidsmatter.com. You can also catch the replays at um, on the Ryan Frank podcast, anywhere that you listen to your podcasts. Friends, have a wonderful day. Be blessed. We will see you again tomorrow at the same time. Talk to you then. This episode of the Ryan Frank podcast has ended, but be sure to subscribe for more productivity and life hacks to help you stay on the leading edge. And if you like what you heard, please rate this podcast with five stars. Thanks so much and talk to you next time.